This is Jilu, and we've been talking about the, some sen very sensitive subjects. So this is a little trigger warning. We talk, we've been talking about sexual harassment. We've been talking about discrimination. We've been talking about sexism. And we've been talking about um, actually even genocide. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, be warned. This is a trigger warning. We've been um, talking about difficult subjects. Yeah. Well, and if you're tuning in, thank you for tuning in. And I, I hope you enjoy. Okay, well, welcome to the Duke London podcast. Um, again, I don't know exactly what episode this will be because they might be all released in different orders. But um, I'm here with a wonderful person called Jilu. Uh, we're at Grivenometry in Manchester. Um, yeah, that's that's the intro, basically. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Fine, how are we you? just did, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. We just did the panel discussion downstairs, so we've kind of uh, started to speak a little bit. There's some things that we covered, I guess. Um, I don't really... You know, with this, like, I don't really have too much a, an agenda or some some stuff I want to discuss. It's more just, you know, whatever we discuss. So feel free to go in any, like, <laughs> tangents and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I guess just in general, like, how are you? How's things? Like, I know, um, you know, we see this is something I, I always am conscious of with dancers or friends of mine or stuff. But it's like we see social media and you're doing well and everybody's like oh are you working with nike and you're winning battles and it's like it's easy for us to say oh everything's going really well for you but maybe for you it's like this is the worst time in my life or you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. never the same as what we see so actually like how is everything for you internally are you feeling good is everything going well <laughs> um <laughs> maybe a too deep wow. question to start <laughs> wow, very very deep question but yeah we had the warm-up downstairs yeah um, uh i I mean, I do know another podcast that I'm listening to that is called Danke Gut, which is pretty much like, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. How, uh, how are you? So it's pretty much this superficial yeah. thing. So that that just reminds me to it because at the moment, um, so just at the moment, we're having the whole war happening, happening in Ukraine. We're having, um, there are just so many social issues happening at the moment. We yeah. just got... We're not even over the pandemic yet. <laughs> so there's just so much happening. And if I would say I'm fine, then I would probably lie. Um, I would say my my biggest issue at the moment, it's a very deep one, but um, mm. I, ha I have uh, Iraqi heritage. Okay. So I know what it means to have to be a refugee. Yes, sure. Um, I mean, I'm not a refugee. I'm second generation, but... Mm. I it's lost, in the history and yeah, the family. I lost pretty yeah. much my whole family to Damn. a genocide. Wow. So and if, if my family hasn't been a victim to it, then at least they have still been a victim to it because they have uh they have been the um the ethnicity that was supposed to be erased. Of course, yeah. So yeah. I'm talking about the Kurdish um people and it's just kind of weird to see everything that is happening right now and it is great to see how uh how Germany in this case is welcoming refugees but at yeah. the same time I don't even want to like dig too deep into this but mm. I know that us brown people haven't been that welcome back then so I do want to speak up I do want to say like hey let's let's all help together let's work together but then at the same time I just really really hope that us brown people will get that help at the next time too because I we know yeah. there is right now there is a boat somewhere between um, probably Morocco and the coast of Italy or the coast of uh, Spain. And that boat is not allowed to enter the yeah. European 
space. Yeah, so, but meanwhile, all the other refugees and like are, being yeah, being aware of all this and uh, it makes me feel like a human se- of second class, a second class human. So yeah, this is how yeah, I feel at the moment. How do you yeah. feel at the moment? Yeah, no, I hear. You. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I hear. You. Like, I I think it's uh, obviously I don't have this type of connection with the stuff that's happening, but I think you know it's it's always one of those things where it's like there's there's the artist life and your kind of day-to-day life and the things that you want to achieve and your hopes and dreams and then underneath there's always this like undercurrent of all the stuff that's happening in the world like especially you know for us in the last few years like I can't even imagine for like young kids like because you know obviously like the world is never happy and peaceful but there's been a lot of times where we haven't had like a giant pandemic like <laughs> all these things you know and and I think, you know, for the last like few years, it's been it's super hard to like to not only deal with everything that's going on in the world. And then plus on top of that personal stuff, that's like, let's say for me, like personal stuff that's going on in my life, which makes my life already hard if there wasn't a pandemic. And then on top of that, I'm like, and I'm ambitious and I want to achieve this. I want to start something. I want to leave my job. I want to, uh, you know, like I went freelance just before the pandemic started. <laughs> Very good timing. <laughs> like six months or something. So I was like, um, I'm like, okay, I'm freelance artist. And not only do I want to survive, I want to get better and do more ambitious things. And it's already that scary without these layers of everything. So I think it's just like, I mean, as people and, you know, I, I don't know how old you are, um, but I'm 32 and it's like, even for me, this was like a super fucking hard time. So like, I'm thinking of like 18 year olds or younger, you know, who are like trying to achieve things or do things in their life and they have to deal with all these things. Plus like, for example, like what you said about you having connections to some of these stuff, like really direct connections to some of the stuff happening. And it's like, man, and like fucking this shit is hard, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, you try, you want to try and balance everything, you know, you don't want to just uh, give up on your day-to-day dreams and stuff, but yeah, man, it's hard. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> I think, but at the same time, I've seen you being active the last years without even having met you yet. Oh, really? Uh, really that's really nice. I think nice this is the first yeah. time we personally meet, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I already saw you being active. And um, yeah. I, for myself, I, I know that I've been, I definitely never stood still the last two years. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. This is just, um, with all that's happening around us, there's there's this kind of balance of, of one, on one side you feel guilty for yes. doing something because if you do something if you take the opportunities that you're given you might eventually be successful and being successful in a time where people suffer people um, lose their jobs people lose the, all their hopes and dreams yeah I think this is something that the, what I ask myself is it okay to be alright at the moment is it yeah. okay to I would not say that I'm moving on because this is not moving on. True. This is just keeping keep fighting just with other obstacles at yeah. the moment. Because it's not that um, there has not been a fight with a freelance career, of course, especially yeah. in the artistic world. It's always some some kind of fight. Yeah. But at the moment, we're not only fighting our fight; we're fighting a bigger fight at the same time. Yeah. But are we allowed to fight our own fight still? Yeah. At the moment, I, I mean, the thing for me is like I don't really like this idea that because somebody else has it worse you aren't allowed to be upset you know what i mean like it's like oh but your life is so perfect yeah okay of course but there's people that have more perfect life 
than me and it doesn't mean they can't feel feelings and i think this idea that it's like you're because there's always somebody that had it worse in history in uh in life even in the like no matter how far you go there's always somebody you can find that was more uh more oppressed or more you know mm -hmm. something worse happened to them and i don't think it's productive to let's say it's for us with other people it's, it's not productive you know when somebody says oh i feel really stressed or anxious and you say yeah but what about this thing that's going on in there? You're so lucky. And it's like, yeah, yeah but you exactly. still feel your feelings and yes. you need to, on a personal level, you need to work through them. Now, if you're saying, I don't care about that because I've got my own problems, it's like, well, yeah, okay, we need to prioritize. But, yeah. you know, you're still, you still have to feel your feelings. Otherwise, we're going to be horrible people that are all repressed and, you know what I mean? So I think it's like, I these things a, matter to us. It's about finding the mix between not going into what aboutism, but also not getting ignorant towards what's happening exactly it's i think it's as a human being and again like we're two people with a certain platform there's a certain responsibility that we have and yes. we do have to use that responsibility um but at the same time we also have to maintain a certain mental health <laughs> yeah. and um what kept us going the last years will keep us going right now when times are hard and again as you said as it's not the first time that something hard is happening yeah people lose their loved ones on a daily basis. Somebody's losing somebody every day. Yeah. And comparing pains will not get us anywhere. Just because I have a history with um, genocide doesn't mean that my pain is bigger than anybody else's pain. I'm not going there and Googling, oh, how many people died in Iraq? Okay, how many people died in Ukraine? And right. then saying my pain is bigger than your pain. Because <laughs> yeah. that's not what it is about. Yeah, yeah. It's not about that. It's about... Um, realizing the pain that other people are feeling and being respect respectful yeah. towards it yeah. i think that's what it is so and in, but in at a the way same time, yeah, happiness is just the most important thing giving up your happiness for because of somebody else's pain yeah the, that would just cause more pain in the world <laughs> yeah 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 and it's not like uh what does it achieve you know i think yeah like you said it's that balance of 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 that but what like we still kind of need to enjoy our lives. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, if you're going to take an active step to like, okay, I'm going to give up my time to go and help or volunteer or donate or something like that. Cool. But that's productive and that's helpful to them. But me sitting and just feeling like I can't enjoy my life is not helping anybody. No, it's, it's <laughs> about also um, where do you get the energy to help other people? Because um, we don't have endless energy. We exactly. don't have an endless mental capacity to read the news every day and read because again like as we said like there's so much happening at the same time at the same time we still have the uyghurs uh in china yep. working in in the camps we still have a war happening between palestine and israel yeah, yeah. we still have missiles being sent to somalia and everything is happening at the same time yeah i think what is now right now i mean obviously the the, the media always has a big focus on the west mm -hmm. having the the western um the western world the narrative talking about, yeah yeah talking about the europe europe canada the usa yes. and there's always a certain focus because these uh are economic superpowers yeah and just because the media now is having their focus and is actually aware that there can be so much loss yeah it doesn't mean that we haven't had this before it's just it hasn't hit us yet yeah and i think being like what time in history has this exactly. not been happening somewhere Exactly, exactly. <laughs> But I think um, when we talk about the arts, 
it is what keeps us going. It is what is also our voice. Because yes. at the end, um, speaking about my father, my father is an artist. He paints. Mm, nice. And he has been um, a Peshmerga, which is the army for the Kurdish people in okay. Iraq. Right. So he has really been um, at the forefront of the of the Iraq war back then. But at the same time, his ambition was never um, to fight. His ambition was always peace. Mm. So he saw his role as somebody who documented. So wow. he's at the moment, his his art is, it might be very dark, but he's drawing from his memory. Yeah. He's painting from, from his memory to do just document what has happened. And yeah. his art is forever. His mm. art will forever show. And it shows more than just ph photographies. It shows emotion. Yeah. It doesn't show, oh, these mountains have been dark red. No. The dark red represents his feeling and how sure, he actually yeah. experienced the situation. So I think the arts are just such an important outlet, but also such an important voice. And I think this is something that we should not forget. 100%. And if we talk about the hip hop scene, getting together, sending our energies and getting together and also expressing ourselves. Um, it's something that we shouldn't underestimate, I think. What, and I think what's really important to not forget is like a lot of times when we look back in history in like, certain uh societal moments like maybe even like the civil rights movement in the states or whatever you might pick a lot of the lens that we view those moments through is the arts so it's like what music was being created like the what you know even like um let's say the the civil rights movement you have like there's a lot of stuff that nina simone did in response to that oh my god yeah yeah and we like look at her like i watched a documentary about her I don't know where it was on Netflix or something, but I would, there's a documentary about her and like her work and stuff. And it's like through her, her music, her life, we understand what happened. And even, you know, um, I mean, we come from hip hop. Yeah. And we, it's all about we, this yes, type of we thing. We talk about uh, public enemy. We talk yeah. about rage against the machine. These even the names of these groups yeah. are already names that show that they are standing up for something. And I think this is important. You know, you said downstairs um, about, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but like you said something <laughs> about kind of reflecting the time and who we are now, as well as respecting the kind of history. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times in hip hop, I, I don't know if you share this view, but I find like we tend to like what our art can be is about hip hop history right and it's like my art is about uh b-boying from the 80s and blah blah cool but like those people were re reacting to their times that's why that whole thing was created so what they've passed on is not something for us to reference them it's for us to reference our times and to pass that on to the next generation who are then gonna you know what i mean yeah. so i think for me it's like really important where it's like like yes i respect and love the people that created this culture but also I, what I want to do with what they've passed on is like, like even with these conversations or with my dance or with the things I, I do photography and video. So like the things that I document, it's like I'm documenting now so that in the future you can see now and be like, ah, oh, this is what we learned and moved on. And I think whether that's about the culture that you're in or about the state of the world, it's like we need to respond to like where we're at, whether it's like, okay, you have you know your connection like let's say your father like creating these uh paintings it's like 
there's also a perspective of like someone from London who feel it's like, okay, how do you feel to be a bit disconnected from what's happening? And the media is this and but you still want to be involved. And it's like, okay, create art around that and let people see your perspective. And, you know, I think this is for me is super important to like reflect where you're at and the reality of it without pretending to be something you're not or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's about authenticity, I think. Yeah. Because we Always. don't have to, we also, uh, of course, we have to stand in, we have to protest, we have to use our voices, we have to use every aspect to actually bring out the truth. But at the same time, authenticity means realizing the war is not happening in my country. Right. Like, we're not, at the moment, a victim of the situation. Yeah. We are the victim of the media, because the media is sharing very traumatizing pictures, obviously. Yeah. Um, But the question is, how do we how do we work with the situation? Yeah. And yeah, again, like I think it's just our responsibility to show, to take care of ourselves, but also take care of the, the <laughs> of other humans. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and that can mean as much like the direct victims or the people around us. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like the if everybody, I always have this is like my uh, my mantra, I guess, my motto for life is like whatever the subject is it's like okay it may be really hard and and daunting to change the entire world maybe you can't change the entire world but you can change the like circle of people around you and it's like if i take care of them and i make sure they're cool i am support you know if there's people that need support if people need a shoulder they need uh, something they are going to do the same they are going to do the same and maybe this way we're going to change the world i think you know it's like if you look at the whole big picture and you say oh it's too much and then you're not going to do really anything you know what i mean no i absolutely agree i think it's about the uncomfortable conversations also Definitely. because when we realize and this goes for all types of um uncomfortable situations conversations not only about what is happening right now because i think most people that in my circle agree on this on the subject of course but then um i try to stand in against sexism in any type of yeah. conversation i've And seen you uh, you've been very vocal on online about this type yeah of thing exactly as well. because yeah. um maybe obviously it's a it's a form of discrimination that i experience of course. but at the same time it's also a form of dis discrimination that i still need to figure out because sexism is not And this is what many people misunderstand, that sexism is not women going on the street and fighting for their rights. Sexism is about equality. And sexism means as well that like before before we actually turned on the mics, you were asking me um, what my work is with Nike. Mm. And I told them like, hey, I really like how you're standing up for um, for uh, for worries that women have. Like they posted a really, really beautiful video about um, pregnant athletes. Okay, nice. It's something that really always pops up in my mind because, yeah, I'm a woman. I might get pregnant in the next years. Uh, so, yeah, it is something that really motivated me that both is possible. But on the other hand, I also asked them, and I'm not saying that this is not the case. It's just something, okay, I know you have plus size. I hate the word plus size, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately people know what that's I'm talking about. That's how they describe it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they, they have plus size models on the website, but then do they have plus size male models? And uh, this is Probably something not. that we all talk about body positivity, but then body positivity is not only something that women suffer from, body positive, oh, not suffer from, that women need, mm. but this is something that men need too. We need body positivity for um the skinny guys that have problems actually building building, muscle, building yeah. mass and we need body positivity for the people who actually have problems losing weight and we do need visibility for these people because yeah. 
we've been so stuck in our sexual um in into our in our uh in in the sexism um conversation that we always think like okay we need to support women here women there women there women there but there's so many the spectrum of genders first of all is so big and everybody has their own discrimination so and when we talk about sexism it's just in general discrimination equality, that you exactly one, that you suffer yeah. from yeah. a certain gender and certain expectations from your gender yeah i yeah that's i couldn't agree more <laughs> like i think uh, i have this um i have this issue uh, a lot and i think it's uh, you know obviously there's my like my i guess passion and caring for the women in my life and for the women that i interact with that i want to care for them also and then there's the side where it's like okay but as a man i ex like you said it's like something that i experienced so it's a different type of understanding of the issues because i went through it and i felt it you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i think there's i think the on that um ugh, i'm trying to like think where to start with this <laughs> On that subject, you know, I have this uh, thing that I was talking about before. I, I wrote a Facebook status about it, but I think the the thing that's interesting with men is like I don't know if you heard the phrase like uh, or the saying like um, respecting women uh, only respecting women that you're attracted to isn't respecting women, right? Which is of course like it's true yeah. and it's a great thing, but I think a similar thing happens with men, of course, and it's like. You know, I even what I was speaking about is, you know, like um, we talk about, let's say, pos body positivity for men. But as soon as we don't like a man, let's say, for example, Trump, pretty <laughs> regardless, like not many people like him and, you know, whatever. But we immediately resort to like making fun of how fat he is or how his hair is and stuff like that. And it's like just because we don't like him, that doesn't now make that OK, because it's the same if that was a black guy. And I didn't like him because he was Republican and right wing and stuff. But I started being racist towards him. Is that okay? Like, it's like if the if the thing is not an issue, it doesn't become an issue when you hate that person. And I think as much as okay, maybe we like Trump is not going to hear people's tweets or uh, whatever they're saying. But like, I am. If you're saying this about Trump and you're like, ah, this fat loser, blah blah, I'm going to be like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. Like Jilu's only saying nice things to me because she likes me. What if Jilu starts to hate me? All of a sudden, I'm oh my the fan. god, those people with blue eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's yeah. like um, I think it, it's it's, and I think this applies across the board for like all these things. It, we have to be really careful. Like when we dislike someone, or they're a horrible person, even it's like they they might deserve you might think they deserve to feel bad right like whatever whoever we're talking about you deserve this you deserve that but it's like th these issues it's not just that person listening it's the people around you that are listening and it's like are they going to start to is this going to be aimed at me as soon as you know what i mean and it's the same with women you know like i'm tr i try to be careful of that you know like it's like okay if i don't like a woman it's like at, what is it that i'm insulting her about you know i might I'm, of course we all don't like people it's not to say i love every woman of course there's women i just don't like <laughs> but it's like it's not because they're a woman and i'm if i am gonna argue with someone i'm not gonna attack those characteristics of them it's like you as a person are a piece of shit <laughs> but not i'm not gonna make fun of the way you look or i'm not gonna be like oh you're fat or you know what i mean because then it's like listen what message i'm sending to the people the women around me it's like okay if if i don't like you that's going to be you next and then you know what i mean we're not yeah. really 
talking about equality. We're just talking about respecting the people that we are attracted to or whatever the yeah, very true. the situation might be. So this is something I'm really like a yeah, passionate about, I guess. Yeah, this might what I'm saying now I might rewind a little bit sure. about what you said earlier. Um speaking up about problems. I think this is something um I had a conversation because uh I'm in a group chat for a gym and then somebody was just tired of a situation. So he okay. spoke up in the group chat and he wrote a, a big paragraph about, hey guys, maybe if you want to give feedback to all the girls, maybe keep it for yourself or ask if they want your feedback because those girls are getting annoyed by you. And I was just like, that's nice. Okay, yeah. cool. And all I wrote in the group chat was like, thank you. Like, thank thanks for mentioning that. And then a the whole conversation came up And there were so many voices that said, like, why aren't the women saying that? Why aren't they saying something about that? And I think this is something. And I would like to just bring it up because um, this is me bringing up plus size models for men. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> because something that we need to realize is that if we don't suffer a certain discrimination, we can speak up about it without opening our own traumas. Mm. Because if I talk about sexual harassment, then I'm always going to talk with a certain feeling of like... Okay, I hope I don't have to talk about my own experiences. Of I hope course. I don't have to um, justify my feelings. But if I talk about like, hey, stop discriminating overweight men. Mm. Stop discriminating them because I'm neither overweight nor a man. Yeah. So I I go into that conversation without any um, feelings, without any uh, traumas. Yeah. And this is something that people might have to realize that the uncomfortable conversations don't have to be with the victim of the discrimination and somebody who needs to be educated. Yes. No, it has to be somebody who's not a victim and the person who needs to get educated. Yeah. So personally, we can always think about, okay, what are the, the fields where I don't feel um, traumatized, where I don't feel triggered? Yeah. Because triggers only bring us into situations. They bring us into um, emotions that might even lead us into um, losing control. And this is always, losing control is always such a, it's always a feeling of being insecure, of always not knowing what you're doing. So no, nobody wants to be in that situation. And it's really hard to have an intelligent conversation about something when you are triggered and exactly. angry and uh, emotional. Exactly. It's, it, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I just want, I would like to motivate people to just speak up about things that, Are they they are not a victim from yes yeah definitely yeah i think this is going to sound like a really um shitty analogy <laughs> but let's like <laughs> let's go let's get I, corny yeah 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 no no but it's more like uh it's like i don't mean to trivialize what we're talking about but like i have started since i've been doing this and then the, the capsule and stuff i started kind of paying more attention to the breaking scene and it's like just from the as just from uh to talk about like the idea of perspective and stuff like that it's like I'm not a breaker. I, I've been around breakers a lot. I have great friends who are breakers and stuff. And and of course, you can't really grow up in the hip hop scene without being around it. But I'm paying attention to it with like almost a neutral uh, thing. I don't have any like there's not some people that I'm like, that's the wrong way of breaking or this is like a this or that guy was horrible. or He shouldn't be. Win I'm just like, okay, I'm just looking from the outside. Hey, let me learn what's cool. Okay, I'm going to. Oh, that guy's really successful. That And, you know, and I'm just kind of neutral to it. So there's no real emotion in the way I'm considering breaking or learning, learning about it. And you're also it. not really in competition with... Exactly. And there's no competition. There's no anything. So I think 
like I said, it's a, it's a shitty analogy, but it's like this idea of like speaking from a place of uh, neut- neutrality, I mm-hmm. guess is the word. But like, yeah. so it's like, yeah, if I'm going to speak about um, the sexism or, or something that happens to women, I'm going to speak from a, a place where I'm like, hmm, I've seen this. I've heard different accounts. Here's, and also maybe I'm going to bring something in from like a different point of view that it's like, I'm not going to have that emotion behind it. And maybe it's it's sometimes you need those voices. You need the people to speak up passionately and to say, this happened to me and I'm not going to let it go. But then you maybe also need someone to go, hey, this didn't happen to me, but I still care. And I still want to have an intelligent conversation and help with this subject. And it's like, I think this mix of voices is what we kind of need, I guess, with yes. each other. And uh, we can kind of trade that, you know, it's like, hey, I, I'm not a victim of something that you've been a victim of. So let me give my side. And then you can say, well, yeah, like I'm not uh, an overweight male. So let me ask you or give you my opinion. And it's like, I think this is a real nice way of us. uh, It's like an ecosystem of help. You know what I mean? Like we all kind of uh, step in. It's like, okay, you you help me about that. So let me listen when you have a problem. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But damn, we uh, we started off on the heavy topics, huh? Very, very, very. <laughs> I like but it. But I think it's it's just um, I think this we started off with this happy topic because you are obviously like your thing is talking, yeah, and my thing is about speaking up, which is a little bit different than talking and yeah. having conversations. But having a message and having a responsibility to bring your message to the people, to the audience, I think it's something. Um, not everybody needs to have that, and I don't want to say that everybody has to become a podcaster, a (laughs) motivational speaker or anything. I just want to, um, sometimes it's also to realize, okay, what is my position in this? Do I, where, where do I see myself? Because, um, I personally found that role when I, um, when I spoke up about sexual harassment, um, and I experienced situations, um, if, if anybody wants to read the article, I published an article on my blog, just glu.wordpress.com. Um, and afterwards there have been so many voices who claimed that I just want attention. Um, that's why I'm writing that article mm. Well, I'm asking you, like, <laughs> who in the world wants to be known as the one, as the victim? Honestly, I definitely uh, don't. Yeah. It's just for me. It's a weird it, response. I was just tired of seeing all these situations. Um, but then as well, people ask, like, you need to name, uh, name the predators. Otherwise it didn't happen. But then what I saw the, the following months was just there There has been conversation. People have been talking maybe about me, maybe about the article. I yeah. don't even care. But at yeah. the end, my goal was, peop- was having people um, to talk about it, having people to see, oh, shit, this is happening and they actually feel uncomfortable about it. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe I need to fix my own behavior. Yep. Maybe I need to fix the behavior of my bro. Um. And now, yeah, I definitely feel like um, there has been a, a movement in the scene. Yeah. And this was the moment when I realized like, oh, shit, actually, like, people care what I say. Yeah, because, of course. No, I mean, you say of course, but... Well, sorry for me. No, I'm of just course. talking from my perspective. <laughs> yeah. Being a woman, being yeah. a POC woman with, with uh, <laughs> a brown woman, this is not the case that people actually listen to me. For sure, sure. I am pretty successful in the commercial scene and I still go to jobs and white mm. old men don't shake my hand. Wow. This has happened so many times. I don't even like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even, like a, I can not even like show a situation because I can tell you like, it's happened every probably <laughs> every second yeah. job that I've been to. Yeah. I was just not important enough. And yeah. 
talking about me being like a, a like <laughs> just a dancer <laughs> um this has happened uh lately to even to the um to the president of the european commission what what happened uh von der Leyen, i think that's her name okay i just saw um yeah it's a it's a feminist page that drew a video of her standing on the left um a man standing on the right somebody another man coming in passing her ignoring her Well, going to the other man, shaking his hand and standing in the middle between the two of, of them and and yeah. she's just looking at him <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> this okay, I got the message. Yeah, yeah. No, and realizing that I have a voice, Yeah, I think some um, people, doesn't it doesn't really matter the gender, I think sometimes we feel like our voice is, is taken away yeah. by society and right. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But at, this, at the end, I think it does matter and it doesn't matter how many people you reach. If you reach one person, That is one person that you have an influence on. A hundred percent. And yep. if you have a big Instagram account, obviously your yeah. voice has a reach and it has a weight. And this is something that I realized in that moment. Um, and that just felt empowering. Yeah. So I would like to give this empowerment to other people too. Definitely. I think so. around that time when you wrote that article, I think there was a... I think there was a photographer that also wrote something. Mm -hmm. I forget who... Yeah, she's a friend of mine. What's her name? Let's not mention her name. Okay. Let's just yeah. mention what she what she wrote yeah, about. Yeah, because there was also... I, I remember um yeah, around that time that you and uh her wrote that those articles. I'm not sure if there was anyone else, but I remember even me and a good friend of mine, we had like a maybe an hour, two hour conversation about these things. Like we just saw it and it was like I think I can't remember exactly the conversation we had, but it was just like I remember us like talking about it. It's like, oh, did you read the thing? Did you read the thing, yeah? And then it's like Have you ever thought about this part or like just like in a way like checking in and it wasn't like a hey let's have a conversation to check in but it was like we just started talking naturally and it ended up being like uh checking in if we uh our our, our moral compass was right like we're like hey this is cool right the way we are and this is cool and he's like yeah i think i think so i'm like that and it's like yeah but i would do like in this in this situation it's like yeah i'm pretty sure that's cool you know and we just had this long conversation and it was just from this thing where it's like you know, neither of us were recognizing ourselves. Like, we're like, this probably isn't, we're not, they're not talking about us. Like, we're not this type of guy, but let's still have the conversation to make sure, uh, you know. I think um, this, what you had is a, is a moment of actually realizing, okay, this is happening. Let's, and you, and the fact that you were insecure actually shows that you were checking on yourself. You were checking yeah. yourself. You were, um, maybe correcting yourself. And I think these are the moments that actually allow us to grow, to of become course. better people. Yeah. And, and it's not to it's say not if you need about, to change, yeah. you're a bad person. No. Nah. It's like just nah. updates. <laughs> I think it's, as well as um, it's, it's education is not there where it has to be. Mm. Um, the, the whole, especially men and women getting to know each other and communicating yeah. with each other, that really doesn't work well often. Um, and I think just a little... Um, questioning your own behavior might make you a better person. And even if you have good intentions, sometimes these good intentions don't come out right because you've been taught something that is not right. Just um, go like dudes going to parties and hunting girls. And it's just amazing how many girls they've had. But then if a girl had a lot of guys, yep. it's horrible and she should better be a virgin or yep. like this whole conversation i don't even want to open it right now but i think the conversation that you had with your friend i think this is exactly what we need at this point 
maybe you two haven't been the ones that as women have to worry about or like at least not in the extreme yeah like you know what i mean because it's like okay it's not to say that let's say me and this particular friend that i'm talking about because maybe we didn't do something that's like an extreme uh offense uh, that is Mm -hmm. gonna really upset someone it doesn't mean that I didn't say something that made someone feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. or do something, even if it's a little light, little thing. It's like, okay, I just still want to make sure about that. Still, that, those parts still aren't okay. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be that you're either a saint or a evil person. It's like sometimes That's we just are usually not the case. Yeah, exactly. There you're in the no middle. You do white. some things that you don't mean to be offensive, and uh, sometimes you do some stuff that you say wrong. You know, my mom always used to say to me like, um, like. It doesn't really matter your intention when you say or do something. I mean, it does, of course, but like it's more about how it was received. So it's like if me and you, we have a conversation and you say, Luke, I'm really upset with something you said. I'm not like, yeah, but I didn't mean it like that. So don't be upset. It's like you were upset. I I can say to you, hey, listen, just so you know, it wasn't a bad intention. And this is why what I meant. But I'm still sorry that you felt that way. And I still maybe I'm going to think about it next time or phrase something differently because it's about I upset you. And that's the main thing even if it's a uh, you know doesn't have to be the most extreme thing to to address it yeah actually uh it's super nice that you bring that up because there's a super simple super beautiful picture that i read um uh by Tupoka Ogeta okay. she's a german author and she um wrote a book called exit racism Exit Racism. Okay, Exit right. Exit yeah. Racism exactly. It's a super good book but i think it's only available in german. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. If it is available in other other languages read it because um it just shows a lot of subliminal um, disc- forms of discrimination, and she uh, described exactly the 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 conversation about intentions mm. um, in this way. So I drive my car, and I drive with my car over your foot. Yeah. Then at the end, I'll be like, oh, "Yeah, but I didn't mean to drive over your foot. Yeah. It was not my intention. Obviously, I didn't mean to hurt you." Yeah doesn't change anything that your foot is hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like still call an ambulance. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So obviously I need to, re- I, I know it wasn't my intention, but at the end I need to recognize your pain. I need you to give you the chance to feel pain and I need to, um, to al- allow you to feel pain. Yeah. Because when we have these conversations and somebody tries to show you, but it wasn't my intention to hurt you, I give you also the message that you are not allowed to feel pain. Mm. And this is something that at the moment, even if um, if we have a conversation with somebody who's triggered by all everything that is happening right now and they come off rude at the same time, and um, then maybe we have to realize, like, wait a minute, in what situation are they at the moment? Mm. Let, let them have their pain at the moment. Yeah. And this is exactly, like this may be rounded up. Yeah. We've, ta- we've been talking about ignorance and whataboutism. At the moment, I think something with acting uh, accordingly to the situation is give people the time to feel their pain. If it is grief, if it is um, even just being invested with the situation, being directly, um, uh what's it called being directly affected affected Uh, exactly affected by the situation or just being stressed out by the media Mm -hmm. let everybody feel the pain they are feeling yeah because if we take away somebody the right to feel pain then they can't heal yeah 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 and it's it's uh you're gonna repress it and bottle it up and this is never helpful and if you 
if I allow you to feel your pain and I'm going to be just, I'm so sorry, I really didn't mean to do this. I really hope your pain is going to go away. Well, then maybe you realize like, oh shit, I might want to go to hospital to heal to my get. foot. Yeah, But yeah. if I tell you like, can't be that bad. It was just my car and I didn't like, that was not what I wanted. Then you and yourself was like, yeah, she really didn't mean to drive over my foot. I really shouldn't compl yeah. complain. No. Yeah. Like um, the pain we feel is the pain we feel. Yeah, and I, I really like uh, the way this, I guess, connects with me is like what you were saying earlier about the, I guess, even like uh, overweight men or men body positivity, I guess, because mm -hmm. we brought that up already. But like, yeah, this is something like I would feel, you know, like, I mean, even you saying that is super nice for me to just hear in a personal uh, way. But like, just like, um, yeah, people like, I don't know, re yeah, like recognizing the pain and the the fact that these things are issues to people, it kind of... Uh, how do you say that like um allows you to recognize that it's something that's okay to feel a way yeah. about you know what i mean exactly. and i think there's different you know it's super easy to i mean because it's true but like to say you know women uh have their voice silenced and stuff like that and of course that's true but then also like let's say for me i find that men do in certain aspects you know like uh if i'm emotional or something it's like yeah man up or you know when you grow exactly. up you're kind of told yeah, like don't that cry or, you're a boy man up that word man up yeah is already yeah, something it's like, like man a, up. Like I never heard that. Yeah, like, exactly. Or yeah. stop being a pussy. What? <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah, and it's like uh, you can't, you can't worry, you can't be insecure. Yeah. You can't even, you know, like not to, I guess oh, I don't care, but like <laughs> to not to too much go down that road. But like sexuality is a big thing for me growing up as a guy because it's even like one example for me is like growing up, you could never turn down sex. If you, if, uh, oh, this hot girl is like, oh, come back to mine. If you don't want to, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You like, what, you know what I mean? Like, don't be a pussy, whatever. It's like, there's, there, I, this is something that I felt like there was never a understanding about the, like, complexities of yeah. sexuality as a straight guy. It's like, no, but you just want to fuck everything. No, but yeah, right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And this, is, this comes back to the behavior of women because, And this is where I need to talk about sexual harassment that sure. comes from women. Because yep. also women, sometimes when women become, um, oh, übergreiflich. <laughs> um, yeah, let, let's just say women become harassing and they just uh, become too touchy. Mm. It's often recognized as being okay. But no, if somebody, it does, it, the, the gender really doesn't matter. It's like matter. you should love the attention because you're a guy. You yeah. love you love that attention. Yeah, yeah. Not only the attention, but um, I feel like a woman grabbing a man's butt is not as bad as a man grabbing mm. a woman's butt. But no, we're It's, really talking. Like the action the, is not the okay. The action is not okay. <laughs> Being a woman, you're not allowed to touch a man's butt yeah. without his okay with yeah. it. So and yeah, and like just talking about that, I totally like I I don't understand, but I try to understand how a man feels in that situation because. Yeah. This is not a situation. If I if I go down here to this jam and somebody grabs my butt, I'm gonna go to the <laughs> mic and be like, "Yo, somebody grabbed my butt." Somebody's getting this knocked is not out. okay. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah." But I don't know how a man would feel about that. Yeah, I don't even think you would go on the mic and say that it's not okay. Yeah, I mean, no, maybe not go on the mic, but I mean, it's to be honest with you, like again, like I'm 32 and it's only something in the last my mid 20s upwards that I realized like it's okay to feel these things mm -hmm. and I'm still dealing with this stuff now of like issues from that like growing up with being told these things and you know it's really something I, I think the whole point that we were making is about you know recognizing the way people feel and it's like yeah. 
you know, I guess the the version with men, I would say, is the like um, you you know the intentions thing, right? It's like okay, but you um, oh, how do I say that? Like, yeah, it it was. Uh, I did something, you didn't like it, but you're a guy, so, and I'm a good looking woman, so you probably, it's okay, you know what I mean? And it's like, even if it's, even if, put it this way, even if a guy, a girl did grab my ass, right? And even if she was attractive and she is someone that I wanted, like I turn around and I say, well, actually, yeah, do it again, you know? <laughs> but it's not, it doesn't mean it was okay in the first place. And it's like, okay, if your intention was to to flirt with me or something like that, and even if we have something or whatever, it's still like, okay, let me feel that that wasn't okay and that made yes. me feel uncomfortable. Then we can talk about whatever, you know? Like, okay, fine, you can have my number, but <laughs> don't do that again. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and I, I think, think every conversation, every um, every dispute has to start with recognizing people's feelings. Yeah, I think that's a great message. That's the first. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. then we can get into how do we deal with this? Was, exactly. you know, what, what do we do to move forward? But yeah, not to like... Like oh, but don't yeah. don't uh, be upset because I didn't mean it. Like the yeah. car thing, I think that's a great, uh, great the example. The, the car, driving yeah, over driving someone's, over foot. someone's yeah. foot. Yeah, so, I think yeah. that's a great example. Yeah. Um, oh, so I'm... let's let's recognize people's feelings. Yeah, let's allow people to feel the way they feel. Yeah, I love that. That's a great message. Damn, well, like <laughs> I, I want to ask you about dance stuff, but now it's like uh, <laughs> we're going from deep to shallow. But, do you mind if I ask you some dance uh, things? How about we go for a part two? Yeah. 